Stories, fables, ghostly tales. Welcome, you little lovelies. Today you're in for a treat. I've had some very creative people provide permission to narrate their stories based off a writing prompt that I've created. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with writing prompts, essentially it is an online forum where you can create a 300 letter plotline that prompts creative people to write a story. So my writing prompt was, a gunslinger sits at the counter eyeing you closely. Looking for adventure? With the flip of a coin the wager is met, but with an unknown reward. As the coin flies up it disappears, and a gold gun lands in your hand. The man is gone. You hold Nevermore, the gun that never, ever misses. And I received a number of really interesting stories based on this premise. This is part one of that set, with more of these tales being narrated on Friday. In order of story appearance are your lovely authors. Pyrofer, Breaker of Circles, Dat Shazam, and Toxicage. These stories really caught my eye, and I want to thank you all for writing them. They really are creative. So, let's jump straight into these stories by turning the lights off, the sound up, and get ready for something different. Never misses, huh? That can't be true. Still, only six bullets. I have no ammo, and even if I did, I can't open the gun. Why do I need six if it never misses? I mean, still, it's gold, so I could sell it, so there's that. Never misses. Huh. I bet I couldn't hit the President of the United States from here in England. The gun fires off randomly into the air. I immediately regret my decision. I was waving it around carelessly with my finger over the trigger. It just fired, and I didn't mean to. Of course guns are not common here. People are coming out of their house to see what the noise was. I've hidden the gun in my bag. I need to take better care when handling this thing. If I am lucky, everybody thinks it was a firework or a car backfiring. I don't think anybody saw me. Lesson learned anyway. It's got a hair trigger, and it most definitely is a real gun. What was I thinking? As I awake, the gun is on the table next to me, shining. It wasn't a dream. Coffee, breakfast, I feel better once I've woken up. TV time. The morning news is boring, but it's always nice to have the distraction, the noise in the background. It makes a place feel more lived in and busy. Living on your own is not as fun as some people seem to think it is. Breaking news. The President of America has been assassinated, authorities at a loss, and no suspect has been identified. The cup crashes on the floor. It couldn't be. Could it? A source close to the White House is claiming the bullet was made of solid gold, and apparently fired from a small caliber weapon. Those investigating are assuring the world that it wouldn't be possible. Nobody was close enough to the President for such a small weapon to be effective at the time. Others are pointing to Russia, claiming it was a professional hit in retaliation for... Well, the sound blurred out. Covered by a ringing in my ears, the sound of the gunshot echoed in my head again. 
How? It's thousands of miles. Not to mention the fact I didn't even aim it. That just isn't possible. It must be a coincidence. There is no way. But... Bullets made of gold? It can't be. The only way to know for sure is to do it again. How do you decide who needs to die? Hang on, I killed him! My skin was pale. Sweat started to form all over. Blood drained from my face. Did I just kill a man? The guy was a total jerk, but to kill him? It was coincidence. I couldn't possibly have hit him. Over 6,000 miles, no gun can do that. I need to prove it was coincidence. I need to do it again. Not to kill somebody, but to prove I didn't just murder somebody. The news is showing some war. An uprising in a far off land. A place I've never heard of. A dictator who is murdering whole villages, soldiers under his command, raping, looting and burning whole communities. What was his name? Okay, well if anybody needs to die, it's him. That's the safe choice. I can't just buy the thing in here though. What if it goes through the wall and hits somebody else? I need a plan. Hours later, I head for a field, far away from the town. A box of fireworks in my arms. They cost a lot, but I need to cover a loud bang. So little things won't cut it here. I line them up and arrange the long fuses, cutting them to length. How long per centimeter was it? Okay. So I have about a minute before they all start firing. Almost at once. If you go off early so people will hear them and see them, then I can cover the gunshot with the next cluster. A cunning plan. I'm nervous as I light the fuse, holding the gun in my other hand, the man's name and his picture firmly in my mind. I point the gun into the air. The fireworks start. It's time. Eight hours later, late at night, I'm sitting in the corner of my room, too scared to move. I had heard on the news. They were calling it a retaliatory strike, for the assassination on the president. Rumors were flying that a source had named that dictator as the man who ordered the president assassinated and that the US had struck back in a secret mission. Did I just kill another man? Even if he was evil, can I live with that? This whole thing is impossible. It has to be a dream. No, a nightmare. I cry myself to sleep, wedged deep into the corner of my room, unsure of what to do. Morning comes. The news is ablaze with reports all over. Trouble exploding across the world. The US is on the brink of war with Russia. Small countries everywhere are declaring the US an enemy, and everybody is denying killing anybody. It really was me. How could it be? I need to prove it. This could still all be a coincidence. Of course the US would strike back. That makes sense. It wasn't me. This time, I decided to hide the sound. Installation. Padding. Soundproofing. I've dug a hole in the ground. It's the middle of nowhere. I need to pick a target near to home. Somebody I can verify. A target there is no way I can hit. And it would be obvious what happened. The gun is buried deep, string wrapped around the trigger, barrel pointed into the ground, 
No firing into the air this time. It's on a timer. I know who it would be. But there is no way it can possibly hit the target. It's completely buried. Even if it works, nobody will find it again. It will be gone after this. I certainly won't be digging it up. It's nearly time. I sat alone in my room watching the TV. The news is on. The world is in turmoil because of recent events. Riots are breaking out all over. Even here, there are armed police on the streets. People have started looting. Could it really all be my fault? It's nearly time to find out. For sure. Once and for all, with no excuses. Outside, the rioting is getting worse, and I jump at the sound of a gunshot. Of course, it's not time yet. There is no way I would hear it from here anyway, so... I look out the window. A man lays bleeding in the street with police around him. He has a huge knife. More shots are fired as somebody charges the police. I can see them from my window. I duck back into my room, hiding in the corner. It's nearly time. Five, four, three, two, one. Breaking news. A man was found dead in his apartment yesterday during the riots. Witnesses are saying stray gunfire from an armed protester who was shooting back at the police was to blame. It is unclear yet how the bullet would have traveled so far and penetrated the building while still being lethal. One thing is clear though, yet another death and it seems to only be getting worse. Even under the dull lamplight that filled the tavern, the gun glimmered like the very crown the young king recently inherited. One side of the grip was adorned with an ornate depiction of a rose and an inset of a small red gemstone in the center, while the other side is flat and smooth. Huge and heavy with a barrel as long as half a grown man's forearm, the golden revolver felt as dangerous as it was beautiful. I realized that I was alone at the bar, with the only proof that I was with someone was the gun and the empty whiskey glass on the counter near me. At least he paid. Standing up with the gun in hand, I made my way out the tavern and into the cold evening downpour. I trudged through the mud-covered streets, through narrow alleyways and along empty streets lined by houses that seemed to go on endlessly to opposite directions. After walking for a few minutes, I realized that the houses begin to thin out, space increasing until the next house can no longer be seen from the next. The sounds of laughter and human activity muffled by the rain also begin to fade into the distance. There, alone in the darkness, far away from the next living human, I remember the words the gunslinger told me. This gun never misses. Without so much as hesitating, I pressed the barrel onto my temple, pulled the trigger, and lived. The next day, a raider that's long been wanted was found dead with a bullet hole, straight through the head. <laughs> Who barges into a person's bathroom? Eyes them closely, says you're looking for adventure, tosses a coin into the air, explains the powers of a magical golden gun, 
places it in your lap and then leaves. Can't a guy poop in peace? All those questions can be saved for later. The important thing is, now, I have a weapon of ultimate power. Just think of what I can do with this. So after googling what to do with a gun that never, ever misses, I got a few ideas. One, become a Navy SEAL and become the best soldier ever with a 100% hit rate. But then I'll have to go through training, Ugh, that's too hard. Second, become a professional shooter and rack in the dough without trying. But after another Google search, it turns out they need years of experience and knowing the right people to make an average amount of money. That's too long. Third, become a hitman. Too many morality questions. That's a no right off the bat. Fourth, impress a bunch of ladies at a party with my shooting skills. Then they'll fall in love with me. And they'll also be super rich and can pay for everything for me. Perfect! But how do I get invited to parties? Whatever, it's time to test this bad boy out. I aim at the ugly bird clock my mum gave me. The way that bird looks down at me. Those eyes. Like a smug champion. Worst of all, she gave it to me on my birthday. And when she gave it to me, she said happy bird day. And I hate birds. I fired the bullet and hit exactly what I wasn't aiming at. How could I miss? Also, it was very loud, so my neighbour may hear me and get suspicious. Whatever, they're assholes anyway. I fire all over my bathroom. I shoot at my sink, tub faucet, ugly paintings, towel rack and the toilet paper right next to me. I didn't hit one thing. Not only that, I didn't hit anything in my bathroom, not even the grey walls. It was like I was shooting blanks, but I know I saw something come out of the chamber. This gold gun is useless! I toss it away and I'm not surprised when it manages to miss the floor too. Whatever, back to business. I never miss. Who said that? I ask, looking around to see if that strange gunman came back. Me. Nevermore. I can't believe it. Floating on my ground is the golden gun speaking to me. Actually, I can believe it. This whole situation so far has been a series of unbelievable stuff. What's one more to that? Oh, so you're a golden liar now? Well, fine. I can sell you and make even more money now that I know you can talk. I said, pointing down to this thing. You know, talking down to an object while sitting on a toilet with my pants down is a new low for me. Maybe I should... Seek therapy. What? I didn't say that. But you did. I heard it. Like I said, I never miss. Cocky SOB. I don't need therapy. I'm exactly fine as I am, despite what everyone else says. What? He matched exactly what I was thinking. Word for word. Probably. <laughs> See, you're not even sure of yourself. I know you didn't mean to say that. What you meant was, how can I do that when I'm too afraid to face myself? Well, good news, I'm finally able to poop now because this gun has scared me shitless. How did you... I never miss an intention thrown at me. B but that's... Impossible, because how can I be so fortunate 
to get something that finally understands me here while I'm pooping. Is that what you were going to say before you cut yourself off? I nod. It got me exactly right. But why did you miss before? I ask. I knew you didn't want to destroy your bathroom. You want power. Lee. It even knows my preferred name. My parents named me Kimberly, but I hate how girly that sounds. So I tell people to call me Lee. And yet everyone still calls me by my first name. But true power isn't to hit what you aim at with a gun. True power is to understand your intended target. Nevermore. I couldn't help it. I was crying. A man can cry in his own bathroom. Shut up. Can I hug you? Of course. I drop to the floor, then hold it between my arms. To anyone else, the picture of a pantless man crying, curled up on the floor, and cradling a gun is the ideal of suicidal. But for once, I'm far from that. You're the best gun ever. But we can't stay like this. I know. Go, wipe. And we can go on the adventure we wagered for. It's right. I grab a sheet of toilet paper and wipe away the shit that's been holding me back. I was looking down for a good drink in town and somehow I wind up with a gun with the name Nevermore on it. Just my luck. I just had to go and take that coin flip. I should have known that the game was rigged from the start. Oh well. Complaining won't help my current situation. Hey barkeep, get me another whiskey on the rocks. As soon as I finished saying that, I heard the chambering of a shotgun nearby. I look around and see everyone is eyeing me like I'm going to be the first food they've had in months. This is not looking good for me. There's about 10 people in this saloon and no apparent way out of here. The only way that looks like a potential way out is behind the bar itself. I guess I'll take that. Now how do I deal with everyone once they start attacking? I didn't get a chance to finish that thought before I felt the first bullet whiz by my head. I had to make my move now or else I won't be able to make a move at all. I dive over the counter and accidentally pull the trigger during the maneuver. But luckily, the bullet hit the bartender straight between the eyes. Five bullets left. I quickly grab the now deceased bartender the shotgun and sprint down the hallway taking the stairs up to the second floor. I try every door on the second floor, but all are locked. No fucking course they're all locked. Just my luck. I ready Nevermore and aim it at the lock. As soon as I pull the trigger, the pistol jerked at my side, killing the men who just got to the top of the stairs. Two more perfect headshots, one after the other. Four bullets left. I ready the shotgun and lie prone on the floor. Another group approach at the top of the stairs. I shoot but the gun gets jammed. They immediately fire back, all missing their shots while I pull out Nevermore. I fire twice and they all go down. Two go down with a headshot like the last ones, and one with a body straight to the heart. Two bullets left. I break into the closest room, busting the door down. I go over to the window but as soon as I open the curtains, 
it shows that the window was just a facade covering a brick wall. I heard next to the doorway waiting for the next of the bar patrons to enter. I hear them nearing the top of the stairs and ready my pistol. The floorboards creak with every step they take. They finally near my room and I decide to strike. I lean out of the doorframe and take my first shot, killing the closest patron. I quickly duck back into cover. They start unleashing all their ammo towards my direction. As I'm waiting for the fire to stop, I ready my final bullet. The bullets stop, and I pull the same maneuver as earlier, killing the farthest one this time, and I duck right back behind cover. Come out, you filthy traveler. We know you're out of ammo. Here, if you don't come out, we can't guarantee your recognizable corpse. You're going to have to come in here yourself if you want to try and kill me. I could feel the beads of sweat dripping down my face as they made their approach. My heart pounding faster and harder for each step they took. I ready myself and hold my pistol by the barrel. They are at the door now. I feel a strange calmness flowing through me. Time slows down to almost a halt. I realize as he appears just around that corner that it was the man who bet the gun to me in the first place. To be continued. Well mates, did you enjoy this set of short writing prompt stories? I sure did, I had so much fun with the mix of action, suspense and also comedy. I don't get a chance to do a lot of comedy stories, and the kind of tales being conjured up by these creative people really had me blown away. There is something so rewarding about seeing people pick up an idea and run with it, and that's exactly what these legends did. Thank you Pyra for Breaker of Circles, Dat Shazam, and Toxicage for your awesome stories. Now, I want to thank those that support this podcast, the little lovelies that shoo away those pesky ads or even the need to cross-promote. You Patreon supporters are the peeps that keep this free for everyone and allow me to really up my game when it comes to the audio and special effects. First up, my Ode Night Tea Titans, Maya and Armello. Mates, both of you bring in such an injection to this podcast that I get to explore where I can take this podcast to next. Thank you so much for sending your love my way and helping push this podcast quality to new heights. You're a godsend. My two fantastic white tea warlords, Ion Cows and Lee Bauer. Mates, you lovely support this show in a way that allows me to purchase gunfire, rain, and professional folly audio that I would otherwise not have. Thank you for your brilliant support, mates. You can hear your contributions at work in today's episode. And of course, my lovelies, my old grain forces, Chad Warren, Just Heather, Paige Marcini, Peter Raffelli, Tasha Moncrief, Christina Boyd, Divided by Zero, Dolphin and Cow, Michelangelo Yacone, Tea Time Drinker One, and Chris Moller. Cheers, you brilliant people, for supporting the podcast. All of you are so important and ensure this podcast keeps improving. Thank you so much. And if you want to send some love my way, folks, visit www.patreon.com forward slash sfgt and you can support me directly there. Now, mate, stick with me Friday for more writing prompt stories and I can't wait to see you then. As always, mates, till next we meet.